from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. So many epic, epic finishes, and we can't talk about them. <laughs> can't talk about one. He's not talking about tennis, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, welcome. That reminded me. Welcome to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. That's the earliest we've done our intro in months. Well, I just can't stand it. You record everything, and I can't, I can't stand it. It gives you unlimited content every week that we get to talk oh. about that. And it's not an act, people. This is not an act, all right? Nothing we do is an act or plan in any way. <laughs> yeah, an act would require rehearsal and right. scripting. And Yeah, I got in a fight with one of my tennis players today because he ruined the football game for me. I said, you've known me for five years. You know you're not allowed to talk about anything that happened today. You can talk about last week all you want. Nothing you, today. You've got to live your life, man. You've got to live <laughs> your life. You've got to stop cowering in the shadow of <laughs> live results. But man. what would I do from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. if I had no football to watch? <laughs> hey, there's more tournaments in China right now that That's we know true. what to do with That's and true. other places that I don't know what time zones are I could actually in. watch live tennis this Holy time of year. Holy hell. Yeah, but it just, I mean, it just wears me out because... <laughs> oh. It wears you out. I have to live like this. It affects me more than it's you. your own fault. You don't see that, you. I have to live like this unless I want to be a maniac <laughs> and, and a psychopath and ruin all the games for you, which I don't. I do, but I don't. Everybody says, "Why don't you just cut the core and get Hulu and Netflix?" And then I couldn't record twenty hours of football a week. That wouldn't work. <sighs> one day, one day you're gonna let it all go and you're gonna be so free, <laughs> free as a bird. I get home, I have nothing to do. I can like get be productive, get get things I need be to right, get done. You'll be writing books, right? And, Oh, man, putting together lecture Researching series. Researching this podcast. Hey, there's a plan. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Now, do you record baseball, basketball, anything other than uh, football? I, yeah, tennis? depending on if somebody's interested that I, like if there's a team inter- that I care about that is in there, I might. Well, you got the World Series now. Are you going to record any of that? No. Just record the... If, if you, it was the Rangers and the Cardinals, then I would. If you could set the DVR to ta- to record only ninth innings. Yeah, that would be interesting. And just watch seven, nine innings. <laughs> right. That'd be sweet. I used to know someone that recorded the games, looked up the outcome, and then watched it because it couldn't handle the stress of of watching it. Wow. A, yeah. Where I'm the opposite. I want the stress and the drama of not knowing what's going to happen. So you're dead inside. And you need that extra <laughs> extra little... I have little, no excitement in my life. That's all I've got. Stress and pain to feel alive. Yes. Well, speaking of stress and pain and feeling alive, somebody called us negative. Really? Well, they said, "I love you guys, but you're negative, and I hate you." Wait, no, no, no. I don't. I don't think he said I hate you. Once again, that would be a comical uh, statement. Yeah, it, it would make you're sense. negative, and I hate you. So, first of all, it's one of those deals where I just stumble across these things, and it's like, is that to me, or right. is that not to me? Because Twitter's a weird, wild place, man. When I feel like with everything, I've noticed this even Facebook, you get a notification, and then you glance at it. And then if you don't look at it right then, you, you never see it again. I can't find it. No, you never see it. it again. And it only happens when my phone is on like the lock screen and I just hit the side <laughs> button right. to open it. We sound so old right now. The the side button. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's, that's why we sound old. But Do you remember using a pencil 
to rewind cassette tapes? Yes, I didn't do that. Or to tighten I, them I up? I know people did that. <laughs> like, uh, that's out of your age range. Right. Golly. <laughs> I mean, I had cassette tapes, but you're talking about, like, self-recorded things. Well, no, sometimes they get, like, like if you shake them or whatever, sort of the tape would come loose. Yeah. You kinda, maybe, I have done that before, you yes. You use your finger, too, if you, yeah. Right. You got little girl I was probably fingers. four years old, so I could oh use my, my finger. <laughs> but, yes, I do remember that. So that's the equivalent of what I'm doing here. I, like you hit the little side button just to see what time it is or whatever, and there's this message on your phone. Then you click the unlock screen. I was gonna say you can't click on it because the screen's locked. Right, and then it's just and then nothing, <laughs> and you can't find. Is there it. not a notifications like Ever. tab on I don't Twitter? Know, man, I don't know. See, I'm not familiar with Twitter. Facebook, at least you can click on all your notifications and you'll see it. Well, I don't do any of this stuff on an actual computer. It's all on my phone. <laughs> right. And I don't know if the functionality is way worse, the same, better. I I don't know, but I don't know. And plus, I'm too easily distracted. So <laughs> if I start digging into Twitter trying to look for this stuff, I'll see a stupid tweet from Brad Gilbert, one of his, one of his dumb nicknames, and I'll just be off on a tangent. So I don't know. And so what was the what was the gist of the comment? Um, He loves us. We're negative, and he hates us. <laughs> And I'm not 100% sure on the hates us part. Right. So the first thing is, yes, I have no idea how to get to these messages. I don't know where. Sometimes so it just happens by luck. It really does. And it opens, and I can reply to it and all that, but that's rare. <laughs> so anyway, so I found the middle finger emoji and said, no, I didn't. I did not. I couldn't find the emojis if right. you gave me one million. If you gave me $999 million, which is what the lottery is up to. More than that. Man. It's like $1.6 now. Is it? Probably $2 billion by the so time airs. I just have to win that, and we don't need a billionaire. I'll be my own billionaire. <laughs> right. I won't get all that, though. I'm, but, trying, I'm trying to find our comment, but it won't let me see it because I'm not a Twitter user. <laughs> oh, my God. Would you please just get Twitter? Why don't you get a Twitter? Make the Twitter handle, I hate the tennis revolution pod <laughs> any publicity is good publicity yeah whatever and then you'll be like a you know like a, a trojan horse you'll go in and act like you oh i hate that awful podcast and you'll hear other people talking about it but wait they had a pretty good episode last week but right. normally i hate them and then it'll just draw all three of your followers so your wife your mom and who else i don't know yeah so I don't and, have anybody else. That's it. <laughs> so anywho, so yeah, so uh, for whatever that's... But here's the thing I'll say to that, though. I don't care. I don't care, and here's why. Because nobody... Can you think of anybody? Before I say nobody, I'm trying to think. Nobody is negative about this game in this game. Yeah, because you wouldn't be in it. You No, no, no. So like the USTA, I would imagine the bulk of subscriptions of tennis magazine go out to USTA members as part of your membership. Right. I, I'm assuming. I would assume 98%. Because yeah. they're included. I don't think anybody's just buying it randomly unless they're just a tennis fan that doesn't play anymore, maybe. Well, could be. Yeah, possibly. So anyway, I don't know what the percentage. 98 might be high. Could be closer to 97. Right. <laughs> so if, if that's the case, then clearly – they're not going to talk negative about tennis. And in particular, one of the biggest targets of negativity you could direct anything towards, which would be the USTA, because they wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for the USTA. Right. So that's an all. Do you remember ESPN had that football show? 
What was that called? Not NFL Primetime. No, it was a it was a uh, a fictional show. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was like um, it only lasted, I think, one season. It la- well, yeah. So it lasted one. So theoretically, ESPN Playmakers. There you go. Theoretically, ESPN is independent of the NFL. Right. You would think. Well, they had this show called Playmakers, and it was it was about real you know supposedly real nfl yeah it was kind of like the original version of ballers right yeah i don't know i don't watch ballers. i don't either but i think yeah, it's the same concept <laughs> so you don't watch it live we know that <laughs> um so anyway so they had one season and some of the things that were in the season were you know concussion issues where they were critical of the nfl right drug usage pain pain medication that kind of thing um steroids uh, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there was hookers and blow involved. Yeah. Um, you know, portrayed fictionally uh, in this television program, and it lasted one season, and it didn't last one season only because of the ratings. I'm a, I'm assuming I liked the show. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, and I fun remember and, it being interesting. Yeah. But no, I'm sure the NFL was not thrilled. I'm almost sure the NFL said, you right. know, give them the old. If you want to keep showing. They gave them a they gave they gave them a, si- a signal that's no longer allowed in the NFL the throat <laughs> slashing uh, and said get that out of there yeah. or you won't be participating in the NFL um, you know bounty every right. year of the billions and billions of dollars so and I look at a lot of the tennis industry in the same way that you know there's not first of all it amazes me so on Twitter I follow a lot of tennis journalists right and it amazes me that there are people that get paid to write about tennis in this country right it fascinates me <laughs> uh because well ultimately i guess that's the only way we'll be able to find out about tennis is reading about it right they never show it that's not true <laughs> but no i totally agree with what you're saying like nobody will ever talk about the bad things going on in tennis because everybody's getting paid because of tennis so the tennis channel, like this, the whole Serena thing, they didn't say, nobody said anything bad about Serena during either of the broadcasts, the tennis channel broadcast or the ESPN broadcast. And it's like, they're all so afraid of saying something negative about their sport. Right. And that was the only time you went back and watched tennis. You watched women's <laughs> tennis maybe twice this year and both times were watching replays of that Serena The worst debacle. tennis match I saw this year. No. So, uh, so you went back and, li- and watched the tennis channel broadcast to see if they were going to be truthful right and they weren't no it was the same they candy coated it and and i don't think that we're negative per se i think we're just giving a different perspective on the truth things <laughs> and and because what good would it do for us to come up here and talk about how amazing nadal Federer, and Djokovic are you hear you can hear that every other <laughs> avenue you listen to i mean true you don't need to hear that from us you already hear that everywhere else well i need to i listen i need you to pick it up put a little more pep in your step uh <laughs> verbally speaking because uh, i'm just going to drag this thing right into the you know into the abyss so right. i need you to uh, bubbling see nobody can see how just he's smiling and bubbly right now oh, he's yeah. wearing all pink <laughs> um he's eating cotton candy oh yeah during the break but uh i'll turn the positivity around here there it is but i mean we talk about i think the reason here's what i don't call it negative i call it optimistic in that we both think that tennis could be so much better than it is right now true if I we like thought it. if we thought tennis was 
you know, mediocre, we'd be very satisfied right now with the last <laughs> couple of years of tennis. I think we know that this is not nearly as good as we can be in all felt forms. Yeah, and of course, the U.S. matters more to me. Uh, you don't care. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm but, an anti-patriot. Exactly. I'm anti-patriots. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I hate you, Tom Brady. I hate you. But no, I think that's that, negative. I'll be negative about that. Pretty, yeah. That. Ah. But I don't think that we're saying you know tennis is done and they should just cancel it forever. And you know, I'm just think that we know it can be better. I think that's exactly it. It's it's uh, it's like me as a coach with you. <laughs> I, you had zero potential whatsoever so we just i just high-fived you on the changeover and said hey you're doing great you doing, doing what you're doing you're doing great because that's all you're gonna be able to do you having fun you having fun out there i'd bring you a coke and a candy bar and say hey we needed one extra guy and i'm glad you're here so. people thought marcus willis was the first rc cola on the changeover that was me he stole that from me i had the rc cola and the snickers I like it. And coach said, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. I can't help him. I'm going to focus on the other So I was not negative at all to you. It was was just rainbows and, you know, great joy. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if I I think you're exactly right is what I'm trying to say by making fun of you. Thank you. we're, we're, We're positive. We agree all the time. We agree more than any two talk show hosts should agree. (laughs) But I, yeah, I don't, I do see moments of negativity with, when we talk about tennis, but I think it's more about, like I said, I just think that we know that the potential is so much better yeah. than what we're seeing. Yeah. Well, if if at any point in time we just sort of fall into line and we start sounding like Tennis Magazine and the Tennis Channel, just know that we're rich and we just got paid by the USTA, okay? <laughs> so, Which is fine. I'm right. good either way, all right? <laughs> I'll keep growing this podcast by telling the truth and being brutally honest or... I'll sell out for a lot of money. <laughs> I don't. I don't care either way. Um, but yeah, so I'll just have to be all negative on the download. I'll start a new Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, you think we're negative now? Wait till he wins the one point six billion, then you'll Ooh. really hear how we feel. Yes, indeed. Oh, this. Th- hey, we're gonna keep doing this uh, well, podcast because <laughs> I'm not giving you a penny. No, if I win. <laughs> so, well. And if we, by the way, if we both were negative about tennis, I don't think we would do it for a living and do a tennis podcast. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> like, I mean, a, we're not in here just to bash tennis every week. But I don't think we do. No, I'll tell you this. I think, I think, uh, shedding light on how it can be better in a negative way is a better description of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, in other words, that was just way better to say than what you just stumbled through <laughs> for 10 minutes. Well, I think that, yeah, well, you don't ever like tennis magazine. The only thing critical I've seen them ever do is, you know, a few issues ago, maybe it was early this year, they did some article about what are the 20 rule changes we need in tennis or something. And of course, half of them were not even serious. Right. Whereas we're like, we have like crazy ideas we want to put in you know completely change the format of davis cup and end the tennis season in october and all these things like we're talking about radical changes where they're just like you know we should play no ad on the fifth deuce or something you know it's like well here's what the here's what the funny part is is they there's only negativity out there when the mainstream when you go against the mainstream so they can it's easy to say hey davis cup is messing everything up what are they doing they're awful. Right. We should keep everything exactly the same as it's been for exactly. years. Exactly. And then, of course, they think, well, why don't they treat Fed Cup the same way? That They'll add that. Right. Other side. But other than that, nobody's negative. Um, so whoever's out there with I Hate the Tennis Revolution podcast, um, 
Twitter. Um, that wasn't his or her handle. But, um, I, I, that would be fun for you to get. I hate Tennis Revolution Pod. <laughs> I don't know if there's. I don't know how many letters you get. I don't know how it all works, but yeah, it's right, F U Tennis Rev. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good one. F U Tennis Rev. Yeah, that'd be fun. I might get that myself. <laughs> we could just have our own conversations back and forth. Um, you get well. You I shouldn't have gave you that idea. You could have done it and right. then told me how you really felt, and I would have never known it was you. Could have had instant content every week. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> but so, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I do understand that criticism, but I don't think that I would call it negative. I would call it you know that we want to make changes. That's why it's the revolution. That that's the whole. It's in the title. We want to make yeah. changes in tennis. Nobody skipping down the street during a revolution. They're marching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could come and talk about how great the tournament was this week and how the, the matches were, you know, so competitive and there's so much hope for the future and this and that. But I mean, and guess what? We do that sometimes, right? We do that sometimes, do we? Yeah, well, we've talked about yeah. good matches and we what do it more for the women's than the men. <laughs> exactly, you're exactly right. Which, which leads us to really the only tennis. Well, we actually had some tennis starting today uh, that matters ish. The rest of it didn't, <laughs> right? So let's talk about that when we come back. It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, so what tennis could possibly... First of all, I will say this. Any draw that Jack Sock is in is a good draw. (laughs) If, by good draw, you mean outside the regular season and (laughs) players that have no business being in a regular... By the way, so we talked about tournaments after the U.S. Open should be limited to 51 and down. Right. I, I would like to amend that. Yeah. 25 and down. Okay. Well, because if we say that the, the the big three, by the way, I feel so disrespectful to Andy Murray for just dropping him completely. But he, I mean, come on. Yeah. He's not the big four. No. At all. Not well, even close. They've talked about, well, Rinka is almost as deserving as that title as he is. Yeah. When you said good draw, I thought you meant because uh, for the player that has to play Jack Sock, it's a good draw. Yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, so you take out the big three, and nobody can win against him anyway. So you get on down to, you know, 20, 21, you know, somewhere in there. And again, it's not like it's an up-to-the-minute exact representation that the 24 is better than the 25. So, right. you know, I mean, so you can kind of have some give or take. But, you know, so we've got some tournaments going on that are ending this weekend. So ending, we as those of you, thousands upon thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of <laughs> listeners, because um, we've discussed the listening parties people have, yes. obviously. Um, <laughs> so we've got some tournaments ending on the Sunday. We record on Sunday. Um, and so one of them, for instance, the number one seed in Russia, it's... Uh, the number I'm looking for is ranking at the bottom here. The 21 ranked player, Cicinato. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Cicinato playing in tournaments after the U.S. Open, trying to work it all out. Right. Um, you know, so you got Daniel Medvedev, <laughs> uh, Karen Ketchinoff, 
I'm, I, all these I'm saying wrong. Well, but the only problem we never talked about is how you're going to tie that in with rankings if you're not letting the top 20 players play. Are you just locking you their You lock them. You lock their you rating, lock them. You lock their rankings. Lock them. Why not? And I don't know how you sort that out when the next year starts, but. Well, because the whole rolling ranking crap is crap anyway. That's but, true. It really doesn't matter. So anyway, I, I don't know. I just, I, they can figure out better details and, and do all that. They're smart people. And all those top 20, all they all have many options anyway. They can do, well, they can do Davis Cup if they do it our way. They could have exhibitions constantly. I mean, people aren't paying for exhibitions of players 21 and lower anyway. Right. Whereas everybody wants to see exhibitions of the other guys. Or how about this? Make them all 250s. Make them all 250s. So then it's not almost not worth it. Because if, if you cut out the top 25, now you have another a tournament that's a 250. Right. So, which is 800, 900,000 euros or pounds or dollars or wherever you're at. And so in Antwerp, Belgium, you didn't know that. <laughs> um, the one seed is Kyle Edmund. He's 14. Yeah. You know? And you've got Gasquet, you've got TFO, you got Monfils, uh, you know, so you got a good mix of whatever. And uh, how about this blast from the past? I forgot about this guy. How far? How quickly they drop out of my memory? Uh, how about Songa? Oh wow, he's yeah, playing. He won a round and then lost to Monfils in the second round. Well, and you have to admit, how silly is it to have a tournament that's worth a thousand points in October or November? Even that the <laughs> fact that we know it's silly is because Jack Sock won one of them last year. <laughs> I mean, but they, it just doesn't – no other sport would do that. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, so, well, you know, I think you got Paris. Right. I mean, what do they play that on? Seashells? <laughs> I don't know what surface that is. And, gee, I think Paris has a big enough tournament already. They don't need a tournament do in they? November. I don't recollect. <laughs> I don't think that – Yeah, don't, They don't need a November 1,000-point tournament. Right. So, I – you know, yeah, exactly. So, I listen. Here's what happens: is is I guarantee you, it's all dirty politics behind the scenes. You know, somebody in Paris said, "Hey, we got let's throw our French Open weight around. We want a we want a thousand right somewhere." You know, but like you said, if they made everything two fifty, then the the top twenty don't need the points. They wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, they, I guess they could. They have to win the. They'd have to win the tournament to get points that would really help them at all. Right, theoretically. Um. So yeah, I mean that would that would take a lot of it out. A thousand points, everybody's going to want to play because you win a couple rounds, you get more points than you would in a two fifty. But I mean, Federer could use you know one hundred nine thousand dollars um, <laughs> if he wins it. Yeah, I mean, what what irritates me is how they all play and they all complain about the schedule and how much tennis there are. It's like, no, you didn't have to play. Like from October to January, you didn't have to play. Yeah. You got 300 yeah. points in that three-month span. Was that worth it to be training and traveling every week for and, 10 weeks? And listen, and you, so do you mean to tell me, do you mean, so if they dropped, if they dropped, matter of fact, I, I bet you, I don't know how, I don't know the history of all these tournaments, but you take Basil, all right, which is starting tomorrow, Monday the 22nd. That's, that's a 500, so it's 2.2 mil total prize money, right? Right. Well, of course, Federer is playing in that. Yeah. Right? He's the one seed. And, you know. Which, again, he's from there, so I understand that. So, my question is this. How much is that a, an exhibition? 
that means more to him is what I equate it to as, right. a, as opposed to, you know what I mean? Because right. he wants to play the pressure of playing in his hometown. I'm mumbling here, but I'm getting fired up. But, but the fact that he goes out there and plays that is not because he's, you know, really wants to win that tournament because of the right. points and get him, you know, ready for whatever. No, it's because it's his home tournament. I'm sure he's got some level of, of pressure to perform in front of his hometown. And he's getting a fee probably. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> And so, anyway, or he may not. He may literally just do it to help right. the success of, you know, Swiss tennis or whatever. But, uh, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. But, but yeah, the, I mean, if, if Federer, Djokovic, and Nadal decided to play that tournament, it would just make no sense. And all that does is, is hold back, you know, the future generation that we're trying to get amped up for. Yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, at some point, we do have to see these other players play to get any kind of excitement built toward them. Yeah, and and they, you know, hey, win a final every now and again, only if the big three aren't in it. <laughs> um, all right, well, good. The women, however, do have something starting today. I don't even know if she talk about it. We have some results are in for Singapore. Yeah? Uh, they Yeah. See, they do. I mean, to them, it makes sense. Mid-October, and they're about to be done. Except they'll have a tournament next week, I'm right. sure. But besides <laughs> that. Right. Well, so, yeah, so the WTA finals. It's crazy because I can remember us talking about this last year. Yeah. And then you got uh, you got Zuhai after that. So Halloween you know, starts on the 30th. And then you've got um, the next gen and then men's finals. And then you've got, well, those are 125K, so they're not bad. But, yeah, so Zuhai. And listen, you know, if I'm an emerging tennis community and I, you know, like in, you know, rural China or wherever the hell Zuhai is, I, I get it. You know, you want to, you want to break into that, you know, get some professional tennis that matters in your area as you're trying to develop and grow as a tennis nation. Right. But, you know, hey, guess what? They didn't put a Super Bowl in Jacksonville in 1995, the first right. year they were a team. <laughs> yeah. You got to start with a, you know, start with a, small tournament lower level and see if you can generate the fans and and run a good tournament for the players and everybody and then you go up you know from there so did you record the women i did not unbelievable <laughs> i don't even know what channel is it on the ten- i was about to say is it on the tennis channel i would think it would be at some point i don't know what the i haven't seen them promoting it but yeah that doesn't necessarily mean anything so basically the way it works is i'm sure you remember all the prep we did today. You got two groups, red group in this case, and white group. Is Serena playing? It's my high school colors, <laughs> red and white. So in the red group, I'm going to make it, in the red group, you have Angelique Kerber, Naomi Osaka, Sloane Stevens, and Kiki Burtons. Wow, that's a good group. Yeah. Well, the women are good. Sexist. <laughs> then the white group, Wozniacki, Kvitova, Svitolina, and Pliskova. So Halep is out with a back. No Serena. I mean, she has a back, but it's bad. <laughs> and uh, Serena's out with um, not making it. <laughs> oh, she didn't qualify? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Serena's out with indifference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, that those are all matches that I would be interested in. I mean, everybody there has got some level of star power, except for probably Burton's. If you could switch Burton's for Serena, that would be, or Halep, either one, that would be or Sharapova even, that would be the ideal field. Because Venus Venus had to be close to that too. Well, so 
the number one thing that gets me because I'm into it, man. I'm into it for I sure. I love the year end. No, no, no. I don't know about that. But on the women's side, I'm into it. And the reason I'm into it is because if I if you gave me a thousand dollars and said you've got to use this thousand dollars throughout the course of this tournament for gambling, of course I can't. I'm an NCAA <laughs> coach, so I'm prohibitive. Don't bet on it. But if I could, units. Remember on ESPN they used to talk about <laughs> units when they were anyway. Um, so and they said, all right, turn this into you know ten thousand dollars. I'd I'd have no chance. It'd all be blind right. luck, right? Uh, because y- you don't know. I mean, you just don't know who's going to win what. I mean, yeah. you know, Wozniacki won the whole damn thing last year, right? And it propelled her into a, a you know good year this year, right? Well, guess what? She already lost her first <laughs> match, which you know, whatever. You can you can you know. Yeah, you can still advance after but, losing. Uh, yeah. So if if um, if we're you know right about what we talk about about unpredictability as being one factor to how exciting something is then boom there you got it right there and again the level's high the level's high across right. the board and i think i mean yeah we had golf Ann was in the masters final last year but i feel like you always in the men's get at least one finalist is very predictable and there's a couple guys that are in it that you just know after one match that they have no chance they just you can tell they're not ready for prime time well what's my favorite sound effect beep 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 that was jack sock backing yeah. into the tournament last year and i know he, i don't think he won a match he meant i don't want to set and then continue to have a fantastic year this year <laughs> um yeah so um so ultimately you know unpredictability and quality are to me what are so compelling about this tournament and again you know you're missing some players and and yeah it'd be fun to see um, player of the year, Holop there, but you know it, it doesn't. And Serena, obviously, but she's been so up and down. You're not that. That's not as surprising, right? But to me, top to bottom, you're like you said. Every single match, I want to see. Right. Um. You know, you got power hitters. You know, you got Wozniacki's there to fill the Halop role, the <laughs> retriever role, uh, and see how she can do. You know, so. I like it, and I'll be watching it. I'm hesitant to talk about it now because we only had two matches and, right. and whatever. So, um, so maybe we'll get into it. Uh, it's hard to even pick a favorite in that. When you look at the men's, you're going to have one or two clear favorites, and this it's hard to even say right. who you would take. Right. Um, I mean, I think if we could pick the eight men that were in it, it'd be really interesting. But the men that should be in it are never ranked high enough based on injuries or apathy or whatever. We can. <laughs> it, it's called next gen. Right. <laughs> except for these children who are not who should be in next gen who try to go up to the big boys yeah. table and it doesn't work out for them yes yeah, very will be playing again this year yeah but don't you think this totally makes sense to have it now as opposed to having it in two weeks yeah oh yeah because I mean, I mean, now i feel like we're still in the tennis season it's good weather we should have had it two weeks ago that's true but i mean even now at least they got close enough to the tennis season yeah. whereas when the men starts yeah. it's like no one even knows tennis is still going it's cold outside right we're not even playing tennis by that point, much less watching it. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no problem with a month after. So right. everybody everybody do their dumb little um, you know, exhibitions. They can heal if they need to heal. And then give me the best eight as of the closing bell of the US Open. Right. The last ball struck, somebody falls down on their back or, you know, whatever fake thing they do. No, for the US Open it's not fake, <laughs> it's real. Um and then that's it. 
the top eight after that and you're done and give it to me about a month later and I'm good. But unfortunately, we'll be singing Christmas carols around the <laughs> fire as we're watching the men's final. And do you think that should count the same amount of points as a Grand Slam? No, I don't think there should be any points whatsoever. Okay. I think it should be billions of dollars that you should be able to win, um, you know, whatever. The men's is something crazy. I'm assuming the women's is the same way, but I don't want to say the men's are like, it's like 750000 a match or something. I don't know if it's uh, that it's, much. It, it's something high. It's at least 500. It's pretty high. Um, Seems a little because some of those guys come in and they like when somebody defaults mid tournament with an injury, they'll get another guy to come in. I always say, how do they get that guy to come in? <laughs> somebody said, well, it's like five hundred thousand dollars a match. That um, seems a little high. I, I I swear it was that high. Well, if that's the case, then the women are getting cheated. <laughs> I check because I think it says on this thing. So, uh, let's see. So total points one. Well, okay, so total prize money for the women. So Pliskova defeated Wozniacki 2-4 and four in their first match in their group stage in the white group. And she got a 110 participant fee. <laughs> I, don't, I wonder if they get that each match. And then 153000 for winning. So their total prize money for winning a match is 263000 and the total for the losers is just the one ten. Yeah, so you were right. For the for the men's, it's two hundred three thousand per win. But if they make the semis, it's six hundred twenty thousand. If you were to win all five matches you played, it's two point seven million. Wow. So it's so two point seven million. If you divide that by five, that's that's must be what I was thinking. Maybe. Yeah. So it's it'd be five hundred seventeen thousand per match. Um, if you won all your matches. Right. Wow. So anyway, if you know, yeah, so the, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the results. And again, I don't no reason to do a preview. That's silliness. I mean, we told well, you, the, we just said, we don't know who yeah, we told you the groups. Well, I'm talking about the women. We right. told you the groups and well, that's what I mean. We don't know who's going to win though. We and the no fun, clue. the fun of it is watching it all play out and then why things happen and all that. I also love that it's singles and doubles at the same time. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. And yeah. they don't overlap, so they actually show both of them. Right. Because they only have, I guess, do they have two courts or one? I don't know. I think they just have one. And it's clear, absolutely clear, that we'll never run into the issue of, oh, wait, he's not done with his singles match before he plays doubles. Oh, wait, <laughs> none of them play doubles. Hey, and women's, that might happen. Yeah, maybe. That, that's true. Never. That's true. Golly, that makes me mess it. Well, Jack Sock last year, I guess he didn't qualify for doubles. He'll be in the doubles this year, not in the singles. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be peeking over all sad <laughs> with a sad face because he didn't make it i'm like well dude what do you expect you're awful that would be pretty amazing though if you made top eight in both nowadays but he's the only one that even tries yeah i don't think anybody else would even have it would even be close i bet there's not anybody else in the top 100 in both in the in, in the top 100 of each yeah oh no that can't be the you case think? yeah i bet you i st- guess true i guess like feliciano lopez and I some bet of you stevie play. johnson plays both yeah and isner back. does some. Um, yeah but they really don't play them they just play the slams but i guess that's where you get all the points i guess who knows who knows and ultimately who cares <laughs> doubles is gonna be a thing so we don't past. we have one american sloan stevens she's our only hope dude let me tell you something. I've been thinking about some of your cockamamie ideas, and you got some nonsense that comes out of your face, but <laughs> I've been thinking about it more and more. 
They take a while, then you then you understand. They seep in, right? And infiltrate your brain. Uh, getting done with both year ends by October, you know, right at the beginning of October, and then using about a month and a half or a month going into mid mid November as a doubles only money grab yeah. is what I call it. <laughs> that would be a blast. That would be an absolute blast if you ask me yeah because it's enough practice for the guys to want to do it but not taxing on their bodies right um you know big money involved obviously but you have to do like you said you have to bar any other tournaments from happening at the time which i don't know how you do that because they're not the guys aren't under contract right yeah i mean that'd be the hard part i mean i guess you'd have to make the money so because you'd have the Labor Cup and the Navratilova Cup and all these things would but, pop up. But you know what? It just becomes an exhibition also. That's right. the only problem. Because, yeah. you know, exactly. Because they're all doing, either they're going to do their own cups and all this crap or, so yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I think that'd be great. I think it would really draw more attention back to doubles. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, the only way that would ever probably take off is if they made it combined singles and doubles ranking, which they'll never do. That would be, yeah, exactly, like tied equally. Right. That would be the only way they'd get the big guys to play is if right. they had their own circuit and they said, this affects your singles ranking. But then we'd have, the problem with that, we'd have Bob Bryan playing, be the number 10 seed in U.S. Open singles or something. It'd be, it'd be terrible. No, you could do all of that stuff separately, but you're, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. But anyway, so uh, just to go over, so we've got, <laughs> well, I mean, just, you know, housekeeping, if you will. Uh, so... In Russia, don't, this is not getting political. Uh, it's not about collusion. <laughs> uh, this is the uh, the VTB. I don't know what that stands for. Kremlin Cup, um, which is a two fifty. So uh, Karen Ketchinov, or whatever you say his name, uh, won that over Manorino. All right. So they had a Russian winner. That's exciting. Eh, you know, might have been rigged. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. Fake news. KGB is going to come kidnap me. Uh, so then uh, 250 in Belgium in Antwerp, which you I, didn't I know. We had that. I bet they didn't have a Belgian player win that. Kyle. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kyle Edmund uh, won that. Which Darcy is came out of retirement. There we to go. Win. Um, so, oh, so he was the one seed and he won it. Yes. Which is fun. I think. Because you get your seeding right, you know? Yeah, he, so he might have moved up one spot. And he beat Monfils. Okay. So, whatever. Then Stockholm, another 250. See, 250s, I don't mind them all being at the same time. Right. Because they're smaller draws, and, you know, again, we want all those lower guys and girls. I saw Gulbis beat two Americans. I know that. You know, I talk about a bit. I think his dad's a billionaire or something. You would think he would have done something with Is tennis. Is he the billionaire we need? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, apparently nobody likes him. Apparently he's an a-hole, but I don't know any of these people personally, so how would I ever know? <laughs> uh, seats of pass beat Golbus four and four in the uh, in the two fifty in Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah, I mean that was actually a pretty good field for a two fifty. Yeah, uh, every time I turn it on, it was kind of an interesting matchup. Well, it, interesting, and it wasn't. You know, again, I think I think that's our our key to this back half of the year is get. You're going to get players. I mean, you know, Isner played, and he's 19. Right. You know? But if no, you no, dropped, I'm sorry. He's 10. If you drop Djokovic into any of those tournaments, it it's would be a completely disaster. Yeah, I, I agree with it completely. So here's what you have. You've got, you've got, well, okay, wait a second. Uh, <laughs> let me make an addendum to that prior statement. Jack Sock was the four. But that's, a, you know. 
So Isner's the one, Fanini's the two, Seats Pass is the three, and then Sock by some unknown is this, and then Luca Puy is the five. Sock is literally about to drop out of the top fifty in Paris. Like literally one second, he's one second away. He will not be seated. I'll put this prediction: he will not be seated for any Slam next year. Um, oh, the, you mean so the fact that you don't win a match <laughs> is that is that one of the criteria for I don't I don't know how seedings work, but so going. Well, how the hell is he seated in this? Oh, for four. How has he been? <laughs> he's seventeen how in the world. Have some respect. How has he been seated for the last six months? Put some respect on that young man's <laughs> name when you say it. <laughs> I think they already combined his ranking only singles and doubles. That's, <laughs> that's only, why. Oh, yeah, I got you. That's the only reason. You guys have a sweetheart deal. <laughs> so listen, here's what you got to do. Right. <laughs> I, I just have a feeling he uses the phrase, don't you know who I am? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure most of the people I'm number one said, in the world. I'm sure most of the people that he says that to reply, no. So let me ask this. What's more prestigious, being number one in the world in doubles or being number 17 in the world in singles? Like, if you were on the Tonight Show, what would you want to be introduced as? <laughs> all right. So, since, all right, well, you said the Tonight Show, and there's your first problem because nobody in America cares about tennis. So, they I neither. Bet Serena's been on the Tonight Show. Yeah, recently. but not. She's. No American man probably has in the last 10 years. Nobody cares about her ranking, though. She's no. Serena. It's a whole nother. But they've got to say something when they introduce them. Fuck, yeah. So you and I, I mean, anybody in tennis would obviously say 17 in the world in singles, which right. is fluky, obviously. He hasn't <laughs> won a match since 1983. <laughs> and I think that's before he was born, I think. Yes, it was. So, yeah, of course. Cause dub- but nobody knows doubles is garbage. Right. Nobody knows. Sorry so that to be might negative. sound really good if they say, oh, number one in the world. Number one tennis player hey, in the world. Just doubles. like John McEnroe. Just like, right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, eh, not quite. <laughs> or they could just say U.S. Open champion, former U.S. Open champion, Jack Sock. They're not going to say mixed doubles, you know, U.S. Open champion. Yeah. Or yeah. men's doubles, I guess both. Hmm. Two time. <laughs> Two time. That sounds even more impressive. Way more impressive. Oh, goodness. But well, anyway, what was the only tennis news you saw this week on ESPN? We hadn't talked about it yet. I know we just don't agree on this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is something we've. My, not so my question on. is this: Why did they even talk about it? Who cares? I was surprised. Like, why does ESPN care? I was shocked that was a news story. It's like, so even on the dumb. feed, maybe they maybe this time of year. No, they got plenty to do with real sports. Why are they? <laughs> you know, I mean, basketball's just getting underway. You got LeBron and is in LA now. You've got. Right. You know the the. I heart. was shocked they got a segment out of it. I know. So you got the heart of the football season. The World Series is going on. Hockey's underway. The Penguins have started their cup run. Yeah, we had the first day of the year with all four sports going at once, and then I saw that on the on weird. The ticker. I'm assuming you're referring to the tiebreak. Yes. So Wimbledon has decided, in their infinite wisdom, to compromise. And instead of playing a fifth set to infinity, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, uh, they did, uh, yeah they decided to do a tie break in the fifth set at twelve all. So, your th- your thoughts? So that's my problem with it. Is you basically did? We're not make- going to disagree. By the way, I'm just saying that for the record. Go ahead. No, we are because I don't want a tie break ever. I want it to go. 
I want some. First of all, I don't want Isner and Mahout to be the longest match ever because they both suck. <laughs> but I would like to have. I want it to be infinite because what I've said is you have to break somebody to win. You can't break him. You yeah. deserve to win. But why make it twelve twelve? Right. You basically just said right. Here, here's the. Uh, you're right. I thought you were going to go a different route. We do disagree, and you're stupid, <laughs> and I hate you, and I'm negative. I knew you didn't want it going to no end. No, no. You. The only question is tie break, no tie break. Okay. By deciding whether you have a tie break at 12 all or 32 all or 6 all is irrelevant. You've already decided right. to sell your soul and do a tie break. It's over. I agree with that. So now all you're going to do is notch it back when Isner plays to 12 all and right. wins a set 13 12. And still can't move three <laughs> days later when 10 rainouts later and loses two and two and two to somebody like Jack Sock. Well, that's my thing, too. The final of the tournament was not going to be any damn better if that was six all or you 12 all or nine all. <laughs> that was going to be Djokovic had to play three days in a row. He didn't even play. Right. This, and, and he still dominated. So maybe those guys aren't in as good a shape as Djokovic. Sorry. Well, when you're six foot 40. <laughs> You just have a lot more to carry. He's getting taller. He used to be six foot twenty. Yeah, he's growing. He's drinking milk. He's you know. But no, I'm saying they're acting like that's the reason they're changing it. And I'm like that. If it was seven six in the fifth, Anderson was going to get blown out, or Isner was going right. to blown. It didn't matter. Like that's not why the tournament sucked. Right. Or the final sucked. It was because he was way worse than the other guy. Well, here's the thing. So you don't have to break somebody. I know. To win a match. <laughs> John Isner spends a career doing it. <laughs> and he wins in straight sets, 7-6, seven, 7-6, six, seven, six, seven, six. He hasn't broken anybody. He broke Gulbis three times and lost, by the way. I was wondering why that's ever happened before. <laughs> yeah, of course it has. Uh, to John Isner. To him. So, if, um, yeah, so that argument a little bit, yeah, it doesn't matter. Then then why don't we go pure, pure, pure. I knew you were going to say that. And go all, right. you know, what's what was your score? <laughs> oh, we played over nine days. It was 42 to 40 in the first set. I'm sorry, what? Come again? So, you know, I what? hear you. But at some point, for the love of Pete, we got, I mean, it would turn into cricket where you got three-day matches. Right. So, now, is it rare? It's rare. But what if, you, but having somebody play four matches in a row that go to a fifth set is hard, but then it becomes impossible when it becomes that's two extra sets per right. 12, 12 is six and six on both. You know what right. I mean? It's like right. it, it. So for the fifth set, you've already played five. Now add two more, then two right. more, then two more, then two more. Well, it's ridiculous. It's a, my argument is the same thing. Put motors on the bikes of the Tour de France because no human, hu- no human person right. is designed to do what you do in the in the yeah, Tour not, de France. You're not really testing who's the best cyclist. You're testing, you know, who's got the most endurance or who's no got, uh, who whatever. can score the most drugs and mask them the best. <laughs> well, but so what I would say here's my thing. By the way, you know the thing I like about the the Tour de France the most. What's that? That when Lance Armstrong got busted and went all down, <laughs> you know down the tubes i got an elliptical his brand so cheap <laughs> so cheap at dick sporting goods it was so cheap because it was over right anyway sorry i digress but my whole thing about 12 12 is exactly what you said it's eventually going to be 9 9 then it's going to be 6 6 and i just don't like scaling back because then might then it might be okay if we split sets at four sets two sets each then we're going to play a 10 point tiebreaker for the fifth 
or then we're going to play two out of three. I just feel like I know it's just going to get shorter, shorter, shorter. And well, the trend of tennis is shorter right now, which I don't like. Well, not at the pro level. At the doubles level, it has Nobody been. Nobody cares about doubles. I know, but I think there's been a little bit of a groundswell to play two out of three in the majors, and I think this could be the first step of that is, okay, now it's going to be 6-6, six, six, yeah, then it's going to be I think the fifth set's no ad, or who knows. And uh, did UFOs drop you off after they abducted <laughs> you also? Um, no, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but fifth set tiebreak, like every other set in that same match you just played, it makes complete sense. So the argument is tiebreak or no tiebreak, and right. they've already done that. So the number is irrelevant to me. Or it's not irrelevant. It's dumb if it's not six all. It's dumb. Well, that's what I'm saying. I I knew we would agree on that part. I thought the twelve twelve was like a cop out. It's like, well, we're playing a tiebreak, but it's not six six. It's twelve twelve. We're making them suffer for no particular only, reason. Only partly suffer, not suffer there's as no, much as they were before. There's not real purity here, but why not just arbitrarily throw a number out? But there? I bet in the last twenty years, there's been four matches that went to twelve twelve. So that's another reason why it shouldn't have been a story. Like, why is the story it affected four matches ever? Sure. Yeah. Uh, because even Novak and Nadal didn't go 12-12. It went to 10-8 or whatever it was. Right. So right. it's just not... To me, that's not going to change anything about those matches. You know, it's not going to change anything about how it affects them the next round. Well, and to me, when it gets to 6-all, I think you've seen quite enough of quality tennis. <laughs> if it's close... You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we get it. Right. They're, they're bad. Like, especially if it's an Isner-type match where you're not breaking because it's physically not possible... And you're not, I mean, both because Isner has a huge serve and then on the reverse side because Isner's awful at tennis when he's returning. Right. So, well, and again, I'm kidding, of course. Awful um, relative to the top 100. No, no, no. But when you're in a fifth set and you're at 20 all, of course he's not good at tennis. Right. I mean, if I duct taped your legs together, would you be any good at tennis? <laughs> You'd probably be better, but that's a different story. <laughs> Wouldn't affect my game at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think... You know, I think it would. What well, my my other fear is that it favors the people that play big serves and that kind of tennis, because then you can just rely on holding serve every time. Now you still would have to stay out there five hours, which is not a good strategy. Yeah. But I think if you know going into a fifth, you don't ever have to break. You can. There's going to be a lot of service games in there that are just not even. Well, they don't even try. That's the dumbest argument I ever heard. Guess what? <laughs> Last time I checked, having a serve is part of the game. No, I know, but now, I think if they it, made it one game, then big fat dudes who have a big serve would be, <laughs> you know, right. uh, let's make it one game. Whoever holds, you know. But um, you have to say at the start of the fifth set with this new rule, Isner's win percentage is going to go up because he didn't have to break anymore to win. Because he's lost a bunch of matches that were 15-13, 12-10, 18-16. Yeah. And I just think, and again, how often is it going to come into play? Not that often, but I do think it mentally will give an edge to the big servers knowing, okay, I don't have to break now. I got a tie break to, to lean on. And those guys are usually better at tie breaks than you know, the normal players. Right, because they play them all the time. Right. Yeah, uh, listen, I hear and understand <laughs> your feelings. Sounds like I, my therapist. But I don't care about them. <laughs> They're dumb. Do you think they should go to this at the French also? Everything. And Australian? Sure. Yes, of course. Because the French never talks about it because you don't get the long matches because it's easier to break. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if the French even needs to worry about it. Well, it just it just needs to be. I mean, the ITF run, you know, is in charge of those. I, I guess you couldn't mandate it because they have so much autonomy, the tournaments. But 
it just seems to me that they should be the same. But yeah, I was going to say, it's an, it is annoying now. We've got the U.S. Open at 6-all, Wimbledon at 12-12, and the other two with no tie break. 12-12. <laughs> so it doesn't... It That's doesn't so stupid. And there's going to be, you know, it's going to be a big story. Oh, we got their, our first match ever is a tiebreak at 12-12. Well, we don't throw a basketball into a peach basket anymore. We cut a hole in it <laughs> and turn it into a net. All right. So at some point you can make adjustments. I mean, golfers don't play with, you know, hickory shafts anymore. <laughs> all right. But I think it was very similar to what the NFL did this year with the 10 minute overtime. Maybe it was last year, but. Again, it was like, okay, we don't think players should have to suffer with a whole another 15 minutes, so we're going to shorten it by five minutes. Well, did that, what does that really save? Well, it, it just created a lot more ties. I know, and that's uh, what I mean. <laughs> if we have a lot more – there's no really negative of this. It can't – if it's fifth set tiebreak, it's fifth set tiebreak. I guess it doesn't really matter. But Here's the other side of that. I have a really good serve. All right, well, let's just wear them down for nine hours. Right. <laughs> so the opposite of your argument is – all right, so... I don't need to do anything except just keep him out here. Yeah, exactly. I just have to hold because he's, a you know, six foot 50, <laughs> 10 inches more. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, eventually his arm will fall off. But I would just like to go back and look at one time where somebody went past 12-12, which, again, is probably only happened six times ever, where that person, if they had stopped at 12-12, would, want, would have won the next match. And I bet it's never. Right. So what did you really save? Like, what are you really improving by doing this this fraudulent notion that 70 68 somehow means it's a great match that was such a bad match you're getting rid of that <laughs> i mean you were on the edge of your seat but you're like please just be over please just be over. <laughs> you're on the edge of your seat falling asleep <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that isner is american if it was just like a french and a spanish guy right i'd have been like who cares I he wasn't top off. he wasn't highly ranked at that point either. Not yeah so, so you that, didn't know that would have been you're right if it was if it was another country that wouldn't they wouldn't have even shown that probably yeah it was brutal well they would have because it was such a novelty but you know i mean they also had a bearded lady at the circus that people <laughs> went to go see it's just a sideshow um i am a traditionalist i don't i don't know i think uh but i'm like you i would have been happier if they just said we'll do it at six all like a normal set yeah. That would have been made more sense to me. They picked the worst of both worlds. Right. They pissed you off and pissed me off. <laughs> Great. I do think, like you said, though, it was totally right. They're gonna, it's going to be six all in two years. It'll never be three all, so get a hold of yourself. <laughs> right, it's going to stop. It's, I hope it, it does go to six all because it's dumb if it doesn't. It's just dumb. Yeah. It's just dumb. And then they're going to have to say, we get another challenge at six all. They always talk about that, too. The player just got another challenge. Like, he's got six challenges now. It's like, I don't think he's going to need those. <laughs> yeah. They always talk about that, too. But anyway, that was our that was our big tennis news we had in the That's offseason. All, yeah, I know. Uh, this country. This country of ours, <laughs> I swear. All I right. I didn't hear anybody talk about it. Did you like the tennis, the regular tennis commentators? No. Stav or McEnroe or anything? Some of the podcasts did, but, um, but, you know, these things are all recorded at wacky times, so who knows who recorded and, and all that. That's why we waited, because we're, we're <laughs> for the people. That's right. Um, was Were we positive enough? I hope so. We were positive we both hate the new Tyrant. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons, but right. equal hatred. Um, no, we were positive about the women's Masters. We're excited about it. Yes, we are. You better watch it and not record it. If it's on, not on BN, I will. BN's gone from I thought they America. were finishing the year out. I don't, oh, so if we don't even have it, we can't watch it. It's, it's even worse. BN is not on DirecTV anymore. That's what I mean. So we might not even be able to watch it. You can never watch it in the first place, you idiot. <laughs> I know, but how are you going to watch it if it's if it was on BN? 
I don't know. Bootleg? Yeah. As well as I can work Twitter, I'm sure I can figure out how to bootleg online videos. I doubt it is what I mean. There's got to be something on the WTA website or something. Well, yeah. So, anyway. Um, what else you got? That's it. Is that all? You can call that my Corey's Corner, corner if you want. Yeah, there Because I know the go. fans are clamoring for that. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> really, I didn't even care about it because it's dumb. In jet, like the way they did it, so I wasn't going to talk too much about it, but I'm glad you did bring it up because it's, uh, yeah. It was kind of hilarious how much of a story it was because it's so non-whatever non word I'm looking for. It doesn't matter right. to the landscape. It's like you pick the most inane thing to talk about. <laughs> There's my word. Yes. <laughs> uh, you pick the most inane you know, topic to to ha- to dedicate ESPN time to ridiculous yeah i would have rather them talked about you know the year in tournament or anything it still says bn for the uh wta so wonderful i don't maybe we can't watch it that's pretty frustrating so anywho you got anything else i think that's quite enough for today (laughs) that's it all right do what you're supposed to do you already if you're listening you either accidentally uh stumbled into somebody's uh listening party which apparently people across the country are having, <laughs> or you figured out how to download this on whatever platform. Well, that's not enough. I need you. Here, listen, here's one thing we don't do. We don't wear people out about going to a Patreon and giving us money. No. And damn it, you should appreciate that. <laughs> so <laughs> appreciate that by instead of going to Patreon, because first of all, that's a hassle. But second of all, and I don't ever know how to get those things. I don't know how to cancel them. I'm just paying like $3 to like 98 different things, and I don't even know what they go to because I don't know how to turn the Patreon <laughs> off. I spend like $3,000 a month in $3 increments because I have no idea. That'd be 1000 but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 300 a month, and I'm not really. It's an exaggeration, people, for entertainment purposes. But, uh, yeah, we don't ask you for money on Patreon, but we do ask you for every dollar you would spend because we know what you'd be willing to give. Tell at least that many people per dollar. And make them download. Don't just tell them. Make them download it. Make them listen. Tell them to spread the word. Get us out there. Twitter, you know how we do on Twitter. By the way, I, I don't know why I haven't figured this out. We're in the off-season-ish. I should be getting into Twitter fights. Well, <laughs> well then, someone tried and you didn't respond to them. Oh, by calling us negative? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't want to get in Twitter fights with people that listen. I want to get in Twitter fights with people like that are, you Important. know. Important. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's important on tennis twitter i promise <laughs> i promise listen i i don't know anything about journalism i'm not smart enough to be a journalist but i still find it fascinating that they pay a pe- pay people in america to write for american publications about tennis it fascinates me that can't be their primary source of income i don't think so <laughs> i hope not because otherwise we're we're wrong on how popular tennis is and we're not wrong. There's no possible way we're wrong. So, and we and speaking of not tennis magazine not blasting USTA or tennis, we'll be blasting them in the future. So, look forward to that. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're getting back to our negative roots. That's right. So on Twitter, tennis rev pod again. Send me stuff, and eh, we'll figure it out. Who knows if I can figure out how to use it. Um, but yeah, by all means, listen. The people that follow me on Twitter, retweet. It's a button. I even know how to retweet. That's one thing I do know how to do. I know how to like hit the little heart button, <laughs> and I know how, I hit it a lot on accident, like just thumbing through right. stuff. 
and uh, not panic and then go back and un because I don't want to like something that's horrendous. Yeah. Like Jack Sox game. Because <laughs> um, people will hold that against you. Exactly. As we're saying with all our American exactly. tennis players. So, but if you're on Twitter, hit the retweet button unless you don't want to because you have no one following you. And I understand that. Um, but if you have anyone, at least one other person following you that's not your other Twitter account, um, then by all means, please, please, please retweet us. So now go ahead and check out Instagram, which we're staying strong. Not one picture sent. I don't know how long we've been <laughs> on, but anyway, so go to, go to it's tennis revolution pod at tennis revolution pod, uh, on Twitter, 110 followers strong. I appreciate everybody out there. Thank you for not expecting or wanting pictures for that matter. Uh, and we will keep up the good work in, in that area. <laughs> Um, website, who cares? TennisRevolutionPodcast.com. I think it still works. Um, what else? Anything else? You can else? email us through that site, I believe. You can, but why would you, right. honestly? I don't even know where to find that at all. <laughs> uh, there's probably 8,000 emails piled up. I want to go back and look. Hey, did you catch that 1978 US Open match yesterday? It was right. awesome. They didn't have me. See how that all works? They didn't have email in 1978. You get it? Well, the government probably did on the download. <laughs> or the podcast or anything. Or the podcast. Right. Or electricity. Or BN. Or BN. No, they probably have BN. Yeah. So, anywho. Yeah. So, do all those things. Spread the word. Retweet everything I send out to you. Retweet it. Just retweet it. Why do you care? Are you embarrassed of us? That's okay. I understand. But be brave and hit the button and retweet us. We need you to. We'll be more positive. We'll work on it. Yeah. So, anything else? That's it. Oh, fantastic. All right. Now, if you're a pro player out there, and again, we're about to start a new season here. We're sort of stumbling through the end of this season, and we're going to start afresh down under. And if you really want to get that jump start on your career, you follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you. We don't have any test cases yet because the mysterious Nina <laughs> Wigmeyer it's just on and off. We have a love-hate relationship, apparently. <laughs> I love it when she follows us and she hates it, so she finds right. out. She Is she drunk when she's like on her phone and accidentally follows us 10 times a week? It's incredible. She, maybe she's got a handler that handles her account. And uh -huh. she looks at it and she's like, oh, what did, why did they follow this? Right. Uh, that's You know what? That's exactly it. Or she's the one that's following us and her handler's unfollowing us. Yes. That's what I'm going with. That, that, makes, that makes me feel better. <laughs> I like that one better. Yeah. So, Yanina, you're not the only one, but you really need to try it out. I'm telling you, it, Pod Karma works. So, if you are a pro player out there and you're into it and you want to do better next season, you know what to do. Follow the Tennis Revolution podcast on Twitter. Um, and again, Instagram has nothing to do with that. So, I don't, I don't think I'm going to drag that into it. So, Tennis Rev Pod on Twitter. All right. And until next time, everybody, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Pod Karma. Pod Karma.